Good morning, good morning, good morning. How is everyone doing today? Welcome to the What Would Kay Say show. And once again, we're here at Radio Free Brooklyn, right here at 100 Bogart Street. I want to start with some housekeeping. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, Radio Free Brooklyn turns five years old. And we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun, each month we're bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. The first is a trivia quiz to find out just how well you know Radio Free Brooklyn. The top five scorers will win a limited edition five-year anniversary Radio Free Brooklyn t-shirt. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love Radio Free Brooklyn or just to wish us happy birthday. Your message may be played on the air. So now, good morning, everyone. Like I said, welcome to the show. I want you to call me today, 718-928-9732, or get in touch with me with my Twitter, Today or on Instagram, today. Now, I'm very excited. I'm excited today because I have some great news. And since this is the season of good news, I wanted to share some with all of you. 
I wanted to say to all my listeners a very heartfelt thank you for putting What Would Kay Say on the leaderboards for the month of November. Yes, folks, I made the top 10 for the most listened to talk show for the month of November. Now, see, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about that because I just started broadcasting, say, what? It was the last week in October, maybe two, the second to last week in October. And for the month of November, I made the leaderboards. I'm excited. You see how amazing God is? You see how wonderful God is? I remember last week we talked about what Advent, the third week in Advent was God is a wonder and we were supposed to have joy. And I told you guys, look for the wonders that God presents to us. And look, this came to me last week. So, you know, I was super excited. But with being so excited, I have to give a shout out and a thank you to all my listeners. Because if it weren't for the people that listen to the show, I would have never made that leaderboard. So I'm for the ones of you whose names I know because you've called in or I've spoken to you in the street in the process of just meeting people, I'm going to name you. But for everyone else who's just listening I still love you all, too. So to Dawn, who I met on the bus two weeks ago, shout out to you. Thank you for listening. To all my people in Queens that I know are listening this morning, thank you. Mercedes, my uptown girl in Manhattan, love you dearly. Melissa in Jersey, Carolyn Johnson in Jersey, shout out to the two of you. My Virginia girl, Miss C, got to give a holler out to her. She calls me every week. My caller in North Carolina, Liz that listens in Texas. I have Shari that listens in Michigan. I have Cherie also from the Virginia area. And so many of you that I don't know that are listening, but I know that you're out there. My heart goes out to you and I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And let's just continue to keep this going. I'm so glad that you're getting something out of the show and that everyone tunes in. It's just a blessing for me. So now. We're going to show, start the show today. I'm going to try it again with some music. We're going to do music because I told you at the end of the year, I wanted to let us go out on a lighter note, you know, because next year we're going to hit it hard and heavy. But this year we want to listen to some music. I'm going to finish up with Advent because this is the fourth week. Excuse me. This is the fourth week of Advent because we know Christmas is like, what, three days away? So before we start into that, I want to go over the holidays that at the end of the month, Come the end of the month, we have a lot of holidays coming up. As a matter of fact, today is the beginning of Hanukkah. Sundown today starts Hanukkah. So with that, we're going to start out with that holiday first. We're going to talk about Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a Jewish eight-day wintertime festival of lights celebrated with a nightly menorah lighting, special prayers, and fried foods. Now, see, those fried foods, that's the part that caught my attention. Because I know that this is the season where they have the jelly donuts. And you know, your girl here has a sweet tooth. So I need to get me some jelly donuts. Now I'm justified for eating all the jelly donuts I want for the next eight days because, hey, I'm celebrating Hanukkah. Why not? Eat a jelly donut, everybody. Get happy. So the Hebrew word for Hanukkah means dedication. And this was because it was named because of, um, at this time, they were, rededicating the holy temple that had been um, torn down during, um, I'm sure, another takeover that they had going on in their history. 
but they light the candles. They light one every night for eight nights. And then by the eighth day, all the candles, but on the eighth night, all the candles are lit. The one in the middle is the one that lights all the other ones every night when they say the prayer. And um, they also play games and they give gifts and they have those little gold coins that are like chocolate candies. I remember there was one girl, I can't remember, she came to my mind. There was a woman that I met and I I was trying to remember where I met her. We were doing something. I don't know if it was a conference I was at or a class I was taking at the time, but I know it was around this time and we were going up and down just looking in the the windows because we were talking about Christmas shopping. And this was years ago. And she was telling me that she was trying to find the little gold coins that were chocolate because she was actually Jewish and she celebrated Hanukkah. So she wanted to get the little gold coins for her kids. So we were going in and out of different candy stores trying to find, um, because they come in like a sack, they like gold coins. They come in like a little sack, but we did eventually end up finding them. But I can't remember where. I don't know if we found them in like a drugstore or something, but we did find them. And it was the little gold coins that they give out to the kids. You know, every day they get gifts every day. They give them some sort of gift, not really a big gift, not a like huge of like a Nintendo every day or something. But, you know, they give them the little coins or comic books, things like that, just to celebrate for the holidays. So, of course, since we said we're going to keep in the spirit of playing music, I found a Hanukkah song. Yes, I found a Hanukkah song. And I'm going to play it for you guys. Because since I'm playing songs for everyone's season, I'm going to also play songs for, I'm going to play you one song, a Hanukkah song. So sit back and enjoy this Hanukkah song that I found that we're going to listen to right now.
So that was a Hanukkah song actually called the Hanukkah prayer by Carol King. I figured I would put that in there just to give everyone a taste of some Hanukkah music since that sundown Hanukkah does begin for all of those, all of you out there that celebrate Hanukkah. I figured we'll all just participate in the festivities. You know, everything I talk about has been about Christmas thus far, but since Hanukkah is starting tonight, I figured I could play that song and give a little overview about what Hanukkah is. So now, here we are three days before Christmas. Three days before the birth of the King of Kings, the light of the world, the Prince of Peace. And it's the fourth week of Advent. Now, the length of the fourth week of Advent, it varies sometimes because it actually depends on when Christmas Eve and Christmas fall in that week. So sometimes you could have longer days or you could have shorter days, depending on, you know, how Christmas falls for that year. But whenever Christmas falls, the days prior to, say, if the Advent falls on that Sunday, the days prior to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we could take that time to think about what's been going on in our lives and how we could really bring to our lives what Christmas means. So the meaning of the fourth week of Advent, which I'm sure all of you, if I asked you, what do you think it would be because it was right before the birth of Christ? Of course, it is Emmanuel which means God is with us. So this week is Emmanuel. God reigns. So now in Matthew, Matthew 1, 21 to 23, I'm going to read to you. She will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. The Lord is salvation, for he will save his people from their sins. All this happened in order to fulfill what the Lord has spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and give birth to a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means when translated, God with us. And I was reading from the Amplified Version when I read that to you. So right now, this week, is God with us. He lives. God is with us. He is an ever-present help that we have on a daily basis. So now we have three days before Christmas. Everyone's preparing, probably still running around trying to pick up their last-minute gifts, their last-minute food, whatever they're going to prepare for whomever's coming for the holidays because everyone's sharing this time with their loved ones. But in that time as you're doing that, I want you to also remember that God lives and that he's here with us. Because, I mean, when you think about it, God gave his son to save us. 
And we had went over this from last week and we have been going over it, you know, as I was talking about Advent for the last three weeks. We have been talking about it. But now it's coming to the height of it because we're now right here before his birth. Well, he's already been born. We know that. But it's his birthday. So every this is right here at the height of it. So with this time, I like us all to just sit back, step back for a moment and just take into account, you know, take a deep breath, slow down whatever pace you're, you're running at right now. Because I know sometimes we could get caught up in the rat race and just keep going, going, going. And before we realize it, we're just spun out of control. But if we just take a step back, take a deep breath and just realize what the real season is for and really take time to embrace everything that he's given to us. Because in John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And God sent his son not into the world to condemn us, but that through him we might be saved. So that was the whole purpose of Jesus being born. The entire purpose, as we had talked about before, was for that reconciliation for us to be reconciled back to God. So now, did you know that when you accept Christ as your personal savior, as your personal savior, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells with you instantly? Now, I know a lot of churches, they say you have to tarry for the Holy Spirit. You know, Pentecostal, tarry for the Holy Spirit. You know, you got to call the Holy Spirit into you. But when you accept Christ, the Holy Spirit is there because he sent him as your comforter, as a comforter for you to be a teacher, to help you navigate now in this world with this new, this new revelation that you have because everything's been lifted off of you. So now in order for you to maneuver, you have this helper that is here with you. So a lot of times when people are saying, oh, you got to wait, you, you know, you have to see the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it comes in speaking in tongues and things of that nature. And I'm not going to get into that because everybody has a different belief when it comes to whatever denomination that they follow. But you can always see the fruits. You're always going to produce fruit. If you have, if you have Christ in your life, you're always going to produce fruit. So that we can hold on to. And just knowing that we have someone here that's here to help us, that's here to help us in our daily, everyday walk, our daily, everyday struggle that we might have. In John 14, 26, it says, and I'm reading from the Amplified again because I want to keep it simple, but the helper, who is a comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. Now, this is what Jesus was telling. This is what, what Jesus was, when he, Jesus was talking, he was saying that the comforter was going to come when he leaves. So we now have that here with us and he's with us every day. So whenever you feel like, you know, I, I can't do this or this is way beyond me or it's just too difficult or like when we were talking about making the five-year plan and I was saying how some people just need to make the next hour plan, all those things 
all those things that you think about ahead of time, all those things that you want to do ahead of time or you feel you can't do in your own strength, because literally most of the time you cannot do it in your own strength. None of us can do it in our own strength. We can only do it in the strength that he gives us. Because as humans, we wouldn't be able to accomplish anything. I mean, our mind just it wanders just all over the place. We, we start out doing one thing, and before we know it, we're down the road doing something else. So with this fourth week, with it being the last days right before his birthday, I just want everybody to just step back, think about what he's come for, Think about what we've received because of his coming and just give, be appreciative of all that. And to note it, with Emmanuel with us, with him being here with us, we should also share that information with others as well. We should let others know that he's here. So for those who feel that they're by themselves, they're never by themselves. They are never by themselves in whatever it is that they want to do or whatever it is that they feel that they need to do. They're never by themselves. And when we're thinking about, when I, was think, when I was talking about us preparing ourselves for the year coming, for the decade coming, what is it that, when you think about it, what is it that you wanted to do, but you've now realized you haven't gotten around to doing it? I know there's some things that a lot of us probably wanted to do, even in this last year. I won't even say the decade, because to go back, Nine years, I don't even think I can remember nine years. I'd have to really sit here and really think, nine years ago, what did I say I want? I can't remember what I said I wanted to do nine years ago. Maybe if I really sat down and thought about it, I could. But right now, off the top of my head, I know I couldn't. So there are some things that we said we wanted to do, and we might have started out on the journey to even do it, but we haven't. So I want you to think about those things, those things that you said you wanted to accomplish. And although you didn't, do you now want to bring them into the new year with you? Because you can look at it two ways. Maybe you didn't accomplish them because that wasn't really what was on your path to get done. Like we can make a plan for ourselves and think that that's the way that we should go. But then after we start a journey, after we start the journey towards what we think we should be doing, sometimes the detours that we have in our life, sometimes they're good detours because sometimes they're not actually detours. Sometimes they're steering us into the right direction. So you have to really look at what is it that you said you were going to do even this year that you did not accomplish? And is it really that important to carry over into next year? Should that be on your list of things to do for next year? And I'm not talking about resolutions. I don't talk about resolutions because resolutions, when people make those, they don't last. Resolutions are something that's on top of your head at the moment. It's like, oh, yeah, I feel like doing that. Well, I'm going to do it. And then you don't do it. When I say things that you want to do, there's certain, there's certain goals that you have set for yourself. Are those goals, the ones that you did not accomplish in 2019, are they important enough to bring to 2020? Because if they're not, then don't carry the the, the extra baggage over. 
this is what I'm trying to say. We need to declutter. Anything that's extra baggage or extra weight, don't carry it. Because if it didn't get done in the last nine years and in this year, maybe it wasn't really, really that important on your heart that you wanted to do it. I mean, when you really think about it. And I'm not saying that the things that you might have put down weren't important. I'm not saying I don't know what's important to you and what's not important to you. But things sometimes we make things so important when they're really not. And I don't know if we make it important because other people make us feel like we should think it's important. So, oh, you know, I got to do that because that's so important. And, you know, I got to just really think about was it really was it really important? Should I really be carrying this over to 2020? Because then if it's not, then you're just going to have you're going to be starting a new decade with extra baggage, extra weight. And why bother? The new year is going to be hard enough as it is. Every new every day gives you a new set of troubles. So why carry yesterday's troubles into tomorrow? Trust me, tomorrow's troubles are sitting there waiting for you. They can't wait for this day to be over so that they could start on, on you tomorrow. Let it stay there. Just really assess what it is that you're thinking about, really what it is that you want to do. And don't make the list so long. Sometimes we make the list so long that that's why we never get around to it because we just keep adding things and adding things because we think, oh, we should be thinking about this. Oh, we should... Make it one thing. And once you accomplish the one thing, then you move on to the next. Because sometimes the one thing that you put on the list, that could take you all year. Who knows? That just might take you all year just to accomplish that one thing. And I say that because I'm on the radio now, and here it is December. But it was last year in November when God put it on my heart to say, you know what? It's time for you to do what I've been calling you to do. Last year, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to do this. Now, when I stepped out and said I was going to do it, I didn't know how it was going to come about. I knew what my gift was. I knew what I needed to do, but I didn't exactly know how I was going to get there. But I knew it was something that I needed to start working towards. Last year, November, I decided, you know what, I'm doing this, I'm stepping out, I'm following what he said, and I'm just going to believe that I can do it, and I'm going to do it. This year, 2019, has been a slow progress towards getting me where I'm at. Now, here I am today talking to you. So we'll say it, it took a year. It took me a year to get where my voice is going across to reach others that I don't even know that I'm reaching. Like I had my usual base, but I always, always make them laugh. I'm standing on my soapbox and I'm talking. But that was practice. All that talking that I did to my usuals, that was practice for what I'm doing now. But if I hadn't said, okay, I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know he's going to lead me there. He's going to open the doors for me because I know this is what I need to do. But you got to make that step. And in making that step, I had to leave a lot of things behind. There was a lot that I walked away from. And see, that's another thing, too. Sometimes in fulfilling what we have to do, we have to be willing to walk away. And walking away is hard for some of us. 
I know when I had to, when I really, when he told me that I was going to be walking away, because he had already told me that I was going to be walking away. I just didn't know when I was going to do it. But it was always in the back of my mind, you're going to walk away from this. You're going to walk away from this. But it wasn't until I actually did it. So I was like, wow. I walked away from that. So now I'm walking away from it, not knowing what was ahead of me. That was really stepping out on faith. And I'll say, if I think of all the times in my life, this one time was the one time when I really stepped out on faith. Because sometimes it was situations, there were situations that happened in my life that I had to believe and have faith that I was going to make it through. That's different because those situations are thrust upon you. You can't do anything when a situation is presented to you and you're just in it. Then you have to navigate your way through it. But when you purpose in your mind, I'm going to, I created the situation because I literally walked away from something. Then now you're out on a limb. So this is the one time that I can say in my life that I did actually walk away, not knowing what was ahead of me. But I knew it was something that I needed to do and that he was going to show me and direct me in the way that I needed to go. And saying all that, here I am one year later on the radio speaking to all of you. So you just got to believe it. You got to believe it and you got to, you have to take that one step. You have to take that step, and that one step will lead you to the next step, which will lead you to the next step, which will lead you to the next step. Like like I said, I had no idea that my first steps was going to be here on the radio. I knew I needed to speak. I knew I needed to reach an audience. I didn't know how. I didn't know when, but I knew I needed to be available. I knew I needed to be freed up of everything else that I was in before. Now, when I say freed up, it wasn't like I was in bondage. I mean, I was at a job. I was at a job that I literally walked away from. And when I tell people that when they know the job that I had, no one would have walked away from that, given up the salary, the vacation, the position, the authority, the power. All those things that I had accumulated over my time of being there, I walked away from. And I didn't have to walk away. I could have probably stayed there till I was ready to retire. But I walked away from it because it got into my spirit. It was weighing me down. I couldn't do what God had called me to do and still do that. My time was being split too much. I couldn't really dedicate what I needed to do in God with what I was doing in the world. So I walked away. Most people would look at me like I was crazy. And to tell you the truth, probably a week after I did it, I looked at myself in the mirror like I was crazy. But hey, you know, the devil will play tricks on you like that. Make you think that you made a wrong move. You shouldn't have did that. Oh, now what are you going to do? Oh, now you're out here by yourself. Oh boy, look what you went and did. How are you going to get yourself out of this mess? But even when all those thoughts came to my mind, I had to remind myself, I, I'm not in a mess, number one. 
I didn't put myself there, number two. It's something that he put before me. It was a path I had to walk down. And if I have to walk down this path, trust me, he's got me. And once I told myself that and I took my deep breath, then it became clear to me. Everything is going to come your way that's going to be an obstacle that's going to try to stop you when it comes to you doing what you have to do for God. But if you just stay focused, regardless of what comes your way, and trust me, in this last year, I have been, I've had things thrown my way. Things that I would have never imagined would happen to me have, has happened to me, but I'm still here. Because in my mind, I know anything that comes against me now and I'm following what God has for me to do, it's only going to take me to, it's only going to happen to me to a certain extent because he's not going to allow it to kill me. He's not going to allow it to happen to me where I'm going to be totally wiped out and be of no use to to him. And when I say to him, I'm, I'm talking about God. So... With all that I say, going into this new decade, really think about what it is that you have to do, what you want to do, and don't make it so, don't make your list so heavy for yourself that you become so overwhelmed that you don't want to do any of it. And the things that you, like I said, that you did not, that you did not finish, or did not complete, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Maybe you weren't supposed to bring it into the new year, like I said. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be something that you should be thinking about going forward. Maybe you are on a new path now. And with that, I think it's time for us to play some more music. Because I've talked enough. Let you guys think about that for a minute. And we're just going to play some joyous songs. Remember I said I was going to make it heavy and I felt myself starting to get heavy with it. And I don't want to get heavy because this is the holiday season. So right now we're going to listen to, well, right now I'm going to take this call. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Good morning. This is C, your Virginia girl. Virginia girl, how are you? All is well. All is well. Congratulations that you made the top 10. For the leaderboard for the month of November, you are such a great source of encouragement. Thank you. So that's a wonderful thing. I'm so glad about it. And uh, since the beginning of the show, it's, you've turned every opportunity into a teaching moment. That even for the past, like, two weeks, I know that I hadn't called. But, of course, when the music is on, you know, you listen to the music. But when you come on, you've been teaching so intensely that it's, it's like wisdom keys. It's so important that, you know, we don't want to call to interrupt what you're saying because God has you in such a role that you're really making a great impact. So congratulations to this is well earned for you. (laughs) And so I wanted to say to stay encouraged. So even though you may think that we're not listening, (laughs) oh, yeah, we're really listening. And that it's like the E.F. Hutton thing, you know, intensely waiting for your next set and series of words. So congratulations. Congratulations. What a wonderful Christmas present. Thank you so much. So it's a blessing to you. So you've encouraged me more than you can even imagine just by my listening. And so it's like, okay, wait wait till you wait for the moment to interrupt because you don't want to interrupt because you don't want to make sure that, you know, you lose your train of thought or anything. But 
this is such a wonderful thing. And congratulations to you. Thank you so much. My Virginia girl calling me all the time. And yes, I did miss you calling in, but I know when you don't call. And I noticed that a lot of times when people don't call, it is because they're listening. And, and I love that because if it's something that I need to get out, then I, I guess it's for everyone to hear. But I do yeah. appreciate all of you calling, especially you, because like I said, you were my regular. Yes. <laughs> what a wonderful thing. Thank and I can, oh, and I, for as long as I've known you, I can tell when you're smiling through the phone because it's like so much. It's, it's a beautiful experience. Well, thank you so much. That's a good thing that people are listening to you. Well, thank you. And I'm going to give us some music now to listen to because I I felt myself getting kind of heavy. So I'm going to give us some music (laughs) to lighten the the mood. (laughs) So have a great one and wonderful going into the new year hot and heavy. I'm waiting for those moments. Thanks so much. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. All right. No, bye-bye. So here we are. That was my Virginia girl that calls me on a regular. But I'm going to give us some music to listen to, like I said, because I want to lighten the mood. And just to remind us of what we're actually celebrating the season for. Triumphant, oh come ye, O 
they send bells caroling, singing our song. Cause Jesus is born, rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, born this very day, new life he brings. Oh yeah. You guys enjoyed that. I know it made me feel good. I'm sure it made you feel good too. Because I'm not going to do anything that's not going to make you feel good. Anything that makes me feel good, I know it's going to make you feel good. Right? Because we're all here on one accord, right? We're all here thinking and doing and just wanting the best for one another. So I wanted to also, because I said I wanted to keep it light, and I know my minutes are winding down. But before I left, today on this show, I wanted to say to those who are having a rough time handling the holiday season, because, you know, we might have lost loved ones. Some of us are ill in our bodies. Some of us are still walking around confused, not knowing what what is going to be next, not knowing what this new year coming before us is going to hold for them. And some of us are just lonely. You know, sometimes you can be in a crowd and just be lonely because there's a lot of people out there 
who don't have people that they can turn to. I remember last week I was saying to be a joy and to be a blessing in someone's life. There's a lot of people. And that's what that's what really got me to knowing that I needed to speak. Because God put in my spirit in the beginning about hurting souls, that people that were hurt and that we walk by them every day. We might even interact with them every day and not know how much they're hurting. So when he put that on me, I understood what it meant because I knew there were a lot of days that, you know, sometimes you just feel down. But there's a lot of days where sometimes things have really hurt you, just you personally. And you don't go around. You don't show it. You may not wear what they say, like wear your heart on your sleeve or some of us do. Or maybe for the most part, if it's something light, we might share it with someone who we really trust and we don't mind being vulnerable with. But for the most part, when we're hurt, deeply hurt by something, we don't share that. So there's a lot of people that you may be interacting with that you smile with every day and they're smiling with you and they're laughing and talking and you just don't know what's going on with that individual. So for all of those people walking around, I just want to remind you, Emmanuel, right? God is here. And I want to remind you of how much he loves you, he loves us, and that he said he would never leave us or forsake us. So let's remember that we have an ever-present help. That means anytime we cry out his name, he's going to answer. Not like most people when you call them and they see your number, they're like, oh, I'm sending that to voicemail. I don't feel like being bothered. No. He's not sending you to voicemail. He's not turning his phone over when he sees that text button pop up and you could read what the person. No, he's not turning his phone over saying, oh, no, I'm not talking. I'm not dealing with that today. I'm not dealing with him today. Our hearts have an ever present healer. So for those of us walking around with lonely, broken hearts, for whatever the reason may be, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you can't dwell on what the reason was that your heart is broken because at that time you're in pain. Your heart is broken. Does it matter how it got broken? Maybe when it first got broken, it mattered. But right now, with you're sitting in pain, it doesn't matter how it got broken. All you want to do is get relief. And I don't want people to turn to alcohol, drugs, sex. Remember, we went through this before. Two weeks ago, we went through this. But we have a healer. He, his, the chastisement that he went through before he got, before he was placed on the cross. And I always say before he got on the cross, because it was of his will that he went to the cross. He didn't have to go, but he did it on his own. So I usually always say when he got on the cross, not that he literally, he climbed up there. But yeah, he, if you really think about it, he did it because he chose to do it because he loved us. That's why he chose to do it. But the beating that he took before he went on that cross, he did it for us. He did it for our healing. So your hearts can be healed. Your heart will be mended. And our souls have an ever-present Savior. Right? We have somebody that we could turn to all the time because he's always there with us. 
So let us not forget to share the love of Emmanuel with others. Like I was saying before, you just never know who you're going to encounter. That, like I said, just a smile, just a, hey, how you doing? Not that you need to know their whole life story and not that they want to tell you their life story, but just, hey, how you doing? You know, just be that, be that joy in someone else's life. Be the presence that he was. He's the presence who was the true present. So we should always be a present to someone. Our presence should always be like a gift, a present to someone else. Right? It doesn't take much for us to do that. It doesn't take much for us to do that at all. Sometimes people think they have to go out of their way. And you'd be surprised. Whatever funk that you're in at the moment, when you're available for other people, you forget about your own mess. Because you don't have time to dwell in your mess when you're helping someone else with theirs. I mean, there's only but so much mess you could carry around. But you'll notice that even if you're heavy, if you feel heavy laden, when you help someone else, your burden becomes light. So that's just something for us to think about with these next three days going into Christmas. I'll be back here next week. I just want to tell everybody Merry Christmas. Next week, I'll tell you Happy New Year. I'm not going to tell you Happy New Year now. But for those of you who don't tune in, Happy New Year. But I'm hoping that everyone tunes in so I can tell you Happy New Year next week. But I want everyone to have a safe and blessed Christmas. Enjoy your family. Safe travels if that's what you're doing. If not, stay safe wherever you are. Have a wonderful time and just enjoy. Just enjoy the moment. Let's try to enjoy the moment and not jump ahead to the next thing. Let's just enjoy the moments that we have because once they pass, they're gone. You can never get them back and you try to get the memories, but memories aren't like actually being in it at the moment and actually enjoying being around whomever you're around, the conversation you're having, you know, have fun, have fun. So of course, I told you how much I love Christmas music. And yes, I play two songs for you, but I have to play. This is the, my ultimate, ultimate, ultimate of all Christmas songs. I must play this because I will be blasting this on Christmas Day, but it's not Christmas Day, but I'm going to blast it for you guys now. So with that, I'm going to say, talk to you later. And everyone have a wonderful, blessed holiday.
and she 